we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host. Matthew McFarland. How are um, you, Eddie? I am doing good. I'm very happy Family Crime is back, even though it was a slight source of contention for us this week. No. Okay. Well, first of all, I don't I don't know if it's because I watched all of the shows back to back in one huge chunk, you know, right before we did this, but like, I felt like the show, well, the ex- with the exception of Married to Medicine, I feel like everyone really brought the heat this week. I thought there was lots. There's lot. We have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of drama and family karma. There's a lot to unpack. I agree with you. I am so glad it's back. There's so much already going on. There's so much that's happened to our dear friends all the way down in South Florida ever since we left them. But yeah, there's a lot to unpack. I think we're both on the same page. I think we just, we saw things differently. I think we're seeing it from all sides and that's always good. You know what I mean? You uh, always playing the diplomat here on this, (laughs) uh, on this lovely show. I'm trying. Before we get into everything though, we got to talk about ABC just released a trailer for a new documentary series that they're doing or special called The Housewife and the Hustler. Now, don't you think this is a little premature? I do. It's I about feel- Tom Girardi and Erica Girardi. Dana Wilkie is being questioned about it. Heather McDonald is being questioned about it. Dana Wilkie, Dana Pam Wilkie, 25,000, can you believe? No, I know. That's why I already don't trust it because you just named two women that I'm like, why? What? what? Bottom feeding fame whores. Yeah. I, I, you know, don't mean, you know, I don't want to be that cruel about it, but it's hundred. <laughs> I was. It's a hundred percent. We all know. We all know. I'm sorry. We all know. I just uh, don't understand why they're experts on this subject. Plus it's only just begun. We, we are only just getting all the information now. And we, we only know like a, a, the tip of the iceberg at this point in terms of the whole story. And we're not going to know everything until the trial starts to unfold. So no. why are we getting a show now? Exactly. I If this was 2025, great. At this point, we would know more. We would have the entire story. I don't want to see anything unless I get interviews from Erica. And quite frankly, all the information that we're going to get from her is going to be on... Housewives. Housewives. So what a waste of time. This It just feels very fame hungry. I want to see who's a producer on it. Uh, yeah, we should look at this. Because if Erica's getting paid, I'm like, really? There's a reason for it. If I Erica's mean, I'm, a- I'm Team Erica still. I have yet to see or hear anything that's pushed me away from her just yet. But this felt very icky to me. It's It does feel very, very uh, interesting. And we'll see what happens with it all. But uh, we just had to bring that up because that's the news. Yeah, and we still need to finish Big Shot. We haven't yet. We just, we, we've had a lot on our plates. Trying we- to get Eddie through some TV shows right now. And it's taking up a lot of our time. Okay, so put the blame on me. No, I'm just that's just the truth. I wasn't saying it in a negative context. I'm just saying we, we're getting through some landmark television that I think is important for your, your well-being. Spoiler alert. Ross said Rachel's name at his wedding to <laughs> Emily. <laughs> yes, and Eddie was thrown. I gasped. I could not believe. Between that and Downton Abbey, end of season three, when tragedy strikes not once but twice... I, I, we're actually taking a break from Downton Abbey yeah. because I'm so emotionally it's been, it's been a lot for you, but you've been taking it all in stride. I'm very, I'm very proud of you. We'll have to jump back into some more, uh, you know, Downton Abbey 
And we have to get back to blow deck. Yeah, I I feel I wish I hadn't. I wish I would have just not said anything because I'm I want to get back to it. it I, was, maybe what we'll do is we'll we're just very busy. We should watch the season as a whole, and then after the reunion, like we we'll did with do Southern a Charmed. We did yes. that with Southern Charmed. We did yes. like a full season just overview. That's what we will promise you a full season overview after that the reunion. we can deliver. We can That's deliver something that. we could actually do and not feel like. We're letting y'all down. No, just there's a lot going on. The world's opening back up. So things are just changing. Schedules are changing. Time is becoming a thing again. Time and and space are, are coming back into focus. So it's it's been a lot. So um, I apologize for jumping the gun on that. But we will. I think that's a great idea. We should do a season recap and give everyone the lowdown. Well, one of our favorite shows did come back this week. And we already talked about it at the beginning. And that's Family Karma. So good. What a great first episode to kick things off. To start, I'll say Anisha looks great. Yes, and I love her. I love that we're going to get her freezing her egg story this season because we have been following our favorite comedian, Heather McMahon. Yes. And she's actually going through the same freezing thing. her embryos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think hers is different because her eggs will be fertilized. They'll be full embryos with her husband's sperm. Right, 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 right. Whereas Anisha's just, I think, freezing her eggs, which is a little bit of Correct. a different procedure. But I'm very excited that people, I mean, we saw it happen with, I believe, Sheena did this as well, right? Or I could be wrong. Oh, I thought Sheena just got pregnant with her boyfriend. I Yeah, I, but I thought she had frozen her eggs previously in a season. With, when she was married to... No, I think this was like Rob time. I could be wrong. I just feel like I remember it. Okay. It sounds like a very Sheena thing to do. Yeah. So Because she's I'm a not, smart woman who's y- like, exactly. my future is important. Yeah. To me. One, and you just being aware of her time clock. Yeah. <laughs> and being freaked out about it and Rob being wishy-washy. That just sounds like that makes sense. It's just been a minute. But Anisha I, looks fantastic. She does. And it's so funny. If I look at my notes, I wrote so-and-so is so cute like 50,000 times. Uh, Brian's Dr. Monica is so cute. Rish is so cute. Nicholas is so cute. Dylan is so cute. I wrote, I, everyone just is looking good. Everyone's cute. looking good this season. Everyone look, is, uh, the glow up? I think I mentioned this before that there would be a season two glow up. The season two glow up is definitely They all real. look delicious. They all look They look amazing. Ready to go. Everyone's really been working on themselves. It's great. Well, the big event for this episode is Brian is turning 29, so everyone is kind of getting prepared for this birthday party. Love that I'm still younger than Brian. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm a little You're older. Old. Whatever. Well, actually, maybe not. No, I, I think I am slightly older. Yeah, because if he had his birthday during, during the pandemic. During COVID. Yeah, so did And you. I had mine too, and I turned 30. So, oh, God. You say that in a whispered tone. Turn 30. But it was so good to see Brian with the new Monica. Yes. Dr. Monica. My mons. And, which I also don't think that was a bad thing for no, him to wasn't. say. Because, like, if, if we were all hanging out with a bunch of different people and the two or three of them had the same name. I would refer to the person if, I mean, I know we're not supposed to use possessive, like, you know, words when talking about other people. Cause we're not supposed to own anybody else. I get but that. But the my is like an understandable it's, thing. It's an endearment. Like, you know, cause I'm sure she could say like, Oh my Brian, if there were more than one Brian, you know what I mean? I don't think he meant it to be in a weird way. Right. Totally. But I think Dr. Monica is adorable. Yes. And I love the other Monica is dating Rish, who Who's they've been so cute. Yeah. Dollar store Drake, <laughs> which like if it came from anyone else, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have felt so icky to me. Cause I think it's kind of funny. He does look like Drake and he, they're, yeah, they're, but no, like, they're not wrong. Anisha. I just, I feel for Anisha because she is getting a lot of pressure from her family and from her elders to be a certain kind of woman in, in the Indian community. So I, I feel for her. And then when she just acts a little bit of a brat, I'm like, oh, well, God I love it. her grandpa. I want more of her grandpa. That I think he's was hilarious. Hilarious. 
how, what do you want to tell America? America. <laughs> and he's drinking a ton. Every day. Yeah. You know what? If I, at that age, I probably will be too. Let's just be honest. At that age. Talk about He's an American right citizen now. now. Great. Good for him. He got to vote. Great for, that's wonderful. We love, we love to see it. We love to see it. I love that. Amri and Nicholas have a new apartment together. They look so good. Yes. And they've always been cute, but they just, they just, I don't know. Something just so cute. And I, they're on the cusp of marriage. So it's that pre-engagement and, glow. It's very, yes. And Omri and his parents seem like they're in, not that they were in a bad place before, but, but a better they place. Seem so open and loving and accepting. Oh, totally. And, totally. Which is wonderful. Cause as it's been talked about a lot before, and we'll get into this a little bit later, talking about another issue about how there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of um, judgment and and uh, you know prehistoric views on homosexuality in the Indian community, especially with the elders. So it's good to see two of the parents really embracing uh, both her, Nicholas her, and Emery. Yeah, she seemed very sad when they were leaving with Nicholas, the dog. <laughs> Nicholas was not. Nicholas was annoyed as hell with everything going on, and I watched that and I was like, hmm, that reminds me of someone I know. Okay. It's so funny you say that because I was watching and I when he said that, I was like, oh my God, I, it felt like a weird moment of like, is that, I had to like, I look looked twice. up at the TV like, and I was me? like, did Matthew just snap at someone on the television? For being an idiot? Oh my God. It's for no not thinking logically. Well, some people just don't think logically and you have to correct them. So clearly it's, it's a me. burden to bear, but you know, <laughs> I, I'm happy to, to shoulder the burden. Truly. Okay. I guess we should get into the shawl, which let me start off by saying at the top of the episode, as someone who f- has always found Vishal quite obnoxious. Yes. I felt for him a lot at the beginning of the episode. So I, Richa. Yeah. Who's we haven't seen yet. She's coming. We know this. She's coming soon, but she's nowhere to be found on this episode. She's physically. She's essentially told him we are no longer together. I don't consider you my fiance. I don't consider myself your girlfriend. And her mother has actually gotten her a condo on the side that she wasn't supposed to tell Vishal about, but he knows. Yes. Now I'm not saying Vishal is perfect, but it does sound like he went through a lot with COVID and Crohn's. Yeah. And he went through, you know, he's now into therapy, which is wonderful. And it sounds like, Again, the pressures of getting engaged and getting married when he might not be ready just yet. I, 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 it rubbed me the wrong way when he said that he was working on himself, but that Risha's response was, I have nothing to work on. It's all you. Yeah. And I have, I always believe that, like, in a relationship, there's always two people at least. (laughs) And (laughs) what? That was, I don't know why that was like a polygamy joke. Uh, (laughs) That was really, I don't know why. Really random. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I don't know where that came from. But I, to hear that she's like, no, it's all you. It's not me. And not taking any responsibility. Granted, we haven't heard her side of the story. I just felt really bad for him. And it seems like he's really struggling and really going through some stuff in his head. Yeah. And I, I was, I was heartbroken for him. And then, and then I wasn't so much later in the episode, but at the beginning I felt bad for him. Yeah. So we have a new character, Dylan Patel, brother of Sean Patel, the richest family in Miami. And they're very, I, that's very attractive family. Very cute. I think Dylan's adorable. He bugs me a little bit. I can tell. I think that's part. I think that's where we're going to, I think he's kind of a little bitch. I'm okay. 
all right, so let's just let's just dive in. Let's just dive into this. But right first now. of all, I got I gotta say one thing before we dive into okay. what, all of this. Okay, what about? Okay, then you need to be specific. Like, what about him? Well, first of all, he he talks shit and doesn't stand behind what he's talking shit about. He literally was so mousy when he like tried to have the conversation with Vishal and did not apologize for all the things he needed to apologize for. And then he has goes and has his brother fight all of his freaking battles. Like, if you are gonna talk shit and get into the show and try to be messy and try to like stir some drama and get into it, then get into it. Don't stand back and be a little bitch and have everyone fight your battles and then cry anytime the camera comes to you. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I see where you're coming from and where, why you why you I see why you're seeing what you're seeing. Okay, because it's all true. But let me let me just let's just like clear up or let's just like put some things out there. And he also stole my column title from when I was in college. Okay, here it is. This is where it all. This is it. This is really where it, what it is. So when I was in college, I had a a recurring column. <laughs> In my school paper. This is ridiculous. Called It's Casual. He okay. graduated a year after me, which means my art, my, my all column was out before his. Okay. So Let- I have rights <laughs> over It's Casual. So, okay. This is, I think, where all of your animosity is coming from. I think there's a little bit of a competition thing. No, there's no competition. Well, my, I don't know why else you would bring this up. Number one. Number two, It's Casual, let's be honest, is a pretty gay title to a gossip no. column. Mine was mine wasn't a gossip column. Mine was a dating and relationships advice column. Oh okay. And oh okay. Wow, we're really splitting hairs here already. Okay. Here's let me just let me just say a couple things. Okay. <laughs> so Vashal says that Dylan said a couple different things that he's on the Kinsey scale, which he kept saying Richter, but he meant Kinsey, Kinsey. that, um, that Vishal Dylan said dick. that Vishal is sucking tons of dick and that, um, this all has to come back to his relationship with Richa. Right now. That's what Vishal says. Then Dylan says that all he said was something along the lines of Vishal's not gay, but he does have feminine yada yada yada, and then did and then uh, admitted to saying something about the Kinsey scale. So there's a discrepancy about what was actually said. And as of as of last night, I we looked this up before we we started recording. Dylan still stands by the fact that all he said was that he was talking about Vishal and the Kinsey scale, and kind of alluding to a couple things. Now here's the thing. Yeah, I, on one hand, yes, I think that talking about anybody's sexuality without their permission is just like not yes, good. It's one of my I'll, big no-nos. And I, and I totally understand that. And I'm, I'm sort of the same way. However, since there's, there's a discrepancy between what was actually said, I'm not, I'm going to, I really, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some receipts. I was kind of hoping someone would, because Vashal doesn't seem to have them because he's not putting them on the internet. And I feel like he would have already, or he would have pulled them out in the episode. So I'm waiting for someone to pull out the receipts as to what exactly was said by Dylan. Yeah. However, I think that there is, I mean, again, we've talked about this. There is this undercurrent of homophobia mm-hmm. in the Indian community. And, you know, I'm really proud of Amrit for really taking the charge of breaking down those barriers, like right uh, from the get go last season. Like I thought that was amazing. And we're seeing a lot of improvement already. And it sounds like everyone's loved and accepted Dylan for the most part since yeah, he came since out. Yeah, since he was a kid. Yeah. Which is great. But it bothers me, and I guess I'm projecting a little bit, that there is this to be called gay or to be or to be or to be called feminine is an insult. 
And the way that Vishal reacted to it, it's like the worst thing you could ever call him is gay or feminine. And I want to try to get rid of that stigma because if someone had accused him of, you know, doing something else that had nothing to do with dick or being gay or whatever, no one would probably care because the norm is heterosexual, you know, contact and and heterosexual, like... But I also think it's more so than that. I think it's I think it's Vishal is in a very dark place with his relationship. So anything that has to do regards to his sexuality, whether it's gay or straight, I think is going to trip him off. And I think, yes, the gayness and the internalized homophobia and all of this may have tipped the scale a little bit to make him react a little bit more. But I think him reacting to literal shit talk from Dylan is completely valid. But I do not, I am going to say, okay. I do not think it's okay that Vishal threatened with physical violence. Absolutely not. At first I thought it was a joke. I was team Manisha and I was like, Vishal would never hurt. He obviously was like in the moment was like, I'm going to bash your head in. Like if you say something again, which is like, I would have, if I was Dylan in that moment, because I've got a fucking backbone. I cannot believe I just swore on the podcast. <laughs> Beep. I would have said, Oh really Vishal? You're going to bash my head in, then bash my head in. Okay. But we don't know. Like what Dylan went through at Dartmouth or what Dylan went through in San Francisco. Probably had a better time of it in San Francisco. Went to Duke. Then, no, I thought it was Dartmouth. Oh, was it Dartmouth? I thought it was Duke. Well, Maybe Dartmouth was or Duke, whatever. Great school. Okay, yes, but probably not like, I can't, I didn't know that Dartmouth or Duke were bastions of like gay acceptance or like, you know, of like progressive gay culture, which maybe they are, maybe they're not. But, I think I have a backbone as well, and I think I can stand up for myself as well. But something, someone threatening to hurt me because of things that I thought were not that big of a deal, like to come to come right out with that, that would rattle me too and make me feel uncomfortable. I think I would have handled myself a little bit better than Dylan probably as well. But I'm not gonna put the onus on Dylan for not knowing how to handle himself when someone's literally telling you, "I like, I will beat the shit out of you." And if he knows that um uh, that uh, Vishal has a history of like getting into fights with his brother. And knows that he has like a like a proclivity like a for like violence, having for yeah. getting violent when someone doesn't say something that like you are you agree you agree with. I you know what I mean. I think yes, there's two sides to this whole thing, but like I don't think any one of the other people on the show would have come at Dylan that way. They would have been like, "Hey, listen, I hear you're saying this, this, that, and the other thing." Yeah, and not that I have a problem with being gay or have a problem with whatever. I'm very comfortable with my sexuality, considering everything I've been going through with Risha. I would, I would appreciate you not talking about me or my relationship or my sexuality. And if you have something to say to me, say it to my face. Yeah. Dylan then would have had the opportunity to be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm mouthy. And I was being sassy and I was shady and I shouldn't have been. And that was not appropriate. Whatever. Like it just went from something that wasn't that big of a deal to something that was a really big fucking deal. Yeah. Cause again, I don't want it to be a big deal. That's some like, I make the, uh, like, if someone came up to me and was like, oh, well, yeah, you eat, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I can say this yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, don't like, say it. Okay. If someone came up to me and accused <laughs> me of doing something sexual with a woman, I would just laugh in their face and I wouldn't pay any mind to it because I know who I am and I know that we, and also, you, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to, I hope I'm being articulate enough to explain that, like, it just seems like it's being perpetuated in a negative context because it's something homosexual and it's not. Yeah. And I get where you're coming from for that. And I understand that. And I support that. But I clearly, there's all you have to admit that you kind of already did that you, there's something already about Dylan that you're just not with. No, I, I was so excited to have him on the season. I remember when he was like announced, I was like so stoked. He seems like a great guy. He seems so fun, whatever. 
it just really bugged me that he's st- like he seems like the kind of person that's going to be through the rest of the season that he's going to start things and then run away to, and then start but he, things but and to, then run but away. To be fair, he told his brother over and over like I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with this at the party. I don't want to do this. Yes, and then he could have he could have also stepped in in the situation and said this isn't about any of this here. Thank you, but I'm stepping away. Instead, he let it progress and progress and progress okay, all and right. hit in the back. No, I'll give that. I, I will give that to and you. And then ran away without saying goodbye to anyone and doing anything like he. And I, I'm, I'm with Amrit. I'm with everyone else. Like there's, there's, there, there can't be this double standard where just because Dylan's the youngest, just because Dylan's gay, that we have to call to him and you know make him feel better. Fair, but he's part of the group now. Yes. He needs to act like it. Yes, that's totally fair, but. I also agree, even though I think Pooja, whoever that girl Pooja is, was uh, out like, of control. I, yeah, I even though her delivery was not great and she shouldn't have gotten involved in something that has nothing to do with her, you can't equip like again. There's a false equivalency between like talking about someone's sexuality and then literally threatening and to hurt them. someone's. Yeah, and that's I, there. That's the and difference. I think that's where it might have flipped for me, where I I think I'm more. I'm not on as much on Vishal's side as I should. I was, I was at the beginning because when he was like, yeah, I would beat his face in like and he my brother, in. my he brother. Didn't go, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't maybe do that. No. And like, that's the thing. And then once he said that, I was like, okay, Vishal's really like, I don't, I still don't think he would do that. I think he's in a dark place. I think he had been drinking a lot that day. I think he was like blacked out and was a little like, bit, yeah. And was, cause like I said, if Dylan had said, if, if Vishal had come to Dylan and said, listen, this is what I'm going through. I'd rather not be talked about, especially X, Y, and Z. I'm going through this with Risha. And Dylan had dug his heels in and said, oh, get over it. You're being dramatic. Then Dylan's wrong. Dylan is yeah. wrong. And like when someone tells you, don't talk about me in this way, like you respect that person and you don't talk about them that way. Yeah. So I really, am, I'm, I hope that we get more information about what exactly was said. And yeah, and I don't buy Dylan just tweeting and saying that he didn't say the things. Like I need to see proof from either his side or... Or proof from Vishal's side that what what was actually said. I agree. Because just tweeting saying, like, I didn't say this, I didn't say that, I only talked about this, I don't buy that for one second. For for me, though, it sounds like someone said this to Vishal because Vishal is smart enough to not mix up, like, Richter and Kinsey. I feel like... I, I feel like Vishal heard this passively from someone and, like, someone told him all this stuff that he that was being said and Vishal ran with it. Yeah. And 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 I understand why he did because he's in this fragile place yeah. in his life and his head. We'll have to see. Maybe Dylan will win me over, but I was really excited for him. I'm and again, I'm totally if I get different evidence and I get I get receipts and I'm totally willing to I just think it's it's not as black and white as like someone was wrong. No, someone was wrong. I agree. I agree. And I was very excited f- to see him and very excited for his story and then it, he really turned me off from him. And again, I think the reason why I am more on Dylan's side is because I'm just hyper aware. And I don't know why it makes me so uncomfortable when I feel the, again, the little underlying current of homophobia in this group, even, w- yeah. even with Amrit sometimes just because of how See, he was and brought I think, up. And I think that's why I'm so like, uh, like, it pisses me off so much because I'm the kind of person that would literally like call someone out and be like, okay, let's, let's go f- right now. Like let's right. do this. But it's because you, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you and like, I like if, if we're going to compare experiences, you and I have, have had our own de- like issues yeah. with homophobia and we've dealt with it and we've had to, we've had to, you know, overcome certain things. But in the grand scheme of the gay experience, we've had a pretty good go of it. Yeah. And so, and we've been, 
we've been bolstered up and and held up by our friends and family yeah. enough to where we can stand up for ourselves. Yeah. I don't know if that's what we're seeing here in this group. I don't know if Dylan's gotten that positivity as yeah, much as and like, that yes, support. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's also it yeah. too. I think we've gotten a really good deal in the grand scheme of gay experience yeah. me i was like i was fighting people since i was 18 but no hey. totally me too and i you know and i've i've been we've been given the confidence and again that's not to minimize our experience but i think we've been given a lot of confidence in our lives that we've been a- that we're able to do that yeah okay i'm giving him a chance i don't want i don't want anyone on here to think i hate him no and i don't want anyone to think that i'm okay with people being flippant about people's sexuality because that's not okay either like this is what this is what turned me off of steven from summer house too is because he was so flippant with carl's sexuality as well and i Yes. And that pissed me off. Yes, absolutely. And, it's, and my thing is, is like, unless someone tells you something about themselves, do not spread rumors, do not say anything, and don't be this kind of person. Right. And so that's what, what all I'm saying is that we need to be able to do that while also making it clear that, like, there's nothing wrong with gay, yes. you know, being no, gay, being 100%. transgender, being bisexual, being lesbian, being but I, non-binary. I, I, yeah. But that was never said. No, I know. I know and it's just I an know. underlying thing. <laughs> Sorry, we were really having this conversation earlier. We, yeah, we we've been having a lot of a lot of drama. No, but I'm glad that we're no, but I honestly But no, we're on the same this page. This is a testament to why I love the show and why yes. I'm glad the show yes. is on Bravo because I think that these are the kinds of conversations that everyone should be having, you know, open honest dialogues about all of this stuff. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. And I love you. I love you too. <laughs> My bestie, I do love you. Dear Lord. Uh, Good goodness. I think okay. we hit everything. Can I mean, we the, calm down and just do Married to Medicine? Yeah. I mean, all we, uh, I'll also say is the Monica and Nisha thing will continue to play out. I think it's bullshit, too. I'm glad that people are calling them out for it. Yeah. Being, I love Bali. Glad to see Bali back. And um, we will continue. Oh, and gosh. I'm glad that we were able to, you know, see, but th- we're. this is a great example of, like, we, people talk it out, you know? so mad you're so mad i'm not are you sure oh you're so angry <laughs> i'm fine <laughs> okay let's get to married to medicine okay talk about though a snooze well which it makes me so sad because i know we were so excited for this season to come back but it's i'm ready for the season to be over nothing's yeah. happening and it, i'm over it well i mean definitely what's happening one thing is scott and contessa's relationship is nearing the end it I seems do like i do not like scott scott's got the hot esthetician he doesn't like to be contestant subordinate because it's a military thing contessa literally said to her therapist i don't trust scott with my heart clearly they are unless they get things fixed at the reunion as we know married to medicine does these two are not destined to be in each other's lives for the rest of their lives no i i I think that they got married too young too fast they haven't spent nearly enough time with each other to really get to know each other and now that they have i just don't think they like each other very much no and i think they they're at the point where i think they'll be better separate like they'll be better for themselves no and and their their kids kids. yeah i think for for both reasons they'll be better with each other i did have a a little sad moment with anila's daughter saying that she wanted to have blonde hair and blue eyes yeah and i was like that's really sad and it's sad to see it happen so young i think she said her daughter was in kindergarten and it's insane that kids take these things on so early especially girls Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. it's just hard to see on television and especially you know like i loved anila sitting down with her and being like your color is beautiful your your uh father's like cousin was 
Miss America, like the most beautiful girl in the country. Right. Like those kind of conversations I think are really great. And I think we need to stop, you know, putting so much on children so young about image. And I think it has to do a lot with the things we watch and the representation that's on our television oh, screens. We have and a very media. toxic culture. It's Absolutely. very bad, you know, because, you know, not only do we not see all like, you know, diverse races and cultures on television, but we also don't see things like, you know, we don't see like gays or lesbians that like on TV either. It's like a lot of things like where things are hidden. And if we are more open and honest with our kids that like all people are beautiful and all people are welcome then hopefully we'll have a better situation where, you know, maybe like a blonde hair, blue eyed kid will be like, I want to have, you know, brown skin and dark eyes. Yeah, no, I uh, completely agree. It was just, it's funny because I really loved that uh, conversation Anila had with her daughter. At the same time, I, I, I went back and forth with Anila this episode. I was like, wow, I can't listen to you talk about your house anymore. And, talking about I, I feel like her husband has done it all and she's taking credit for it and it was kind of just driving me crazy and the poor guy is like sweating through his boots trying to like you know work his ass off to be able to afford all these crazy things that she wants and yeah. all this stuff but then I flipped when she talked to her daughter and thought that was such a great conversation and like I love what she's saying and I love what she's doing to create a great example for her daughter and then it flipped right back to being annoyed with her so like I'm I'm just I'm sort of like eh, I don't know about her I don't know about Anila she can stay if she wants <laughs> I'm glad that Simone and Jackie are kind of back in action. Oh, totally. It's good to see them, you know, and uh, I do kind of feel bad for Simone though, that she was like trying to plan this thing with Lisa Nicole and Lisa Nicole's just been treating her like an assistant. Why again? Why is she on the show? We do know why we saw the scenes from the next episode. Oh yeah. We now we know why Lisa Nicole is getting such because a starring she's role. She's a criminal. She's under investigation. I'm ready for that. I'm also not surprised. And she was like, uh, yeah, she seems like a, like a, a grifter just in general, especially when she brought up like, you know, I'm, what was it? Charlemagne, the God is working on this or something like that. And then when I'm turned- tired of, I'm tired of Lisa and heavenly fighting. Cause I just think they're both gross. Yeah. Like they both take low blows. They both come after each other, about how they look and then call foul when the other person does the exact same thing to them. I, every episode, I feel like it's another fight between the two of them and I'm bored. And again, I'm on Toya's side. I just find myself on Toya's side again with, I wish that Jackie would speak up. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why her, I think that's why Simone and, and, and Jackie got it to where they got is because Simone got tired of Jackie just sort of being like, Oh, I'm, I'm not I'm like, I'm not going to get involved. I'm no, Switzerland. you're on the show. You need to get involved. You need to jump in. You need to have an opinion because that's why you're on the show. Yeah. It's not just to collect that paycheck girl. Love you, but come on. But yeah, other than that, I did have to laugh when what's her face. What the oh, Carrie Carrie was like, you know, when I worked for Mariah, when Carey, I worked for Mariah Carey, I was like, girl, her accent is so bizarre. I don't like Carrie. I don't either. I don't think she belongs on the show. I think again, Carrie's she, with a K. You got to get him out. Bravo. Yeah. yeah you got to be skeptical. Got to Got to remove him while you can. Yeah. No, no, no. Looks but like yeah, nothing much really happened. They're going on a trip next week. I thought this was going to be the finale, but clearly we are no, weeks we're, away. I, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck you guys? <laughs> like as much as I loved married to medicine, this season is dragging on. They could have, 
what are we what we're in 13 episodes in could have edited them down to six or seven at this point easily and then they would have been jam-packed full of good drama shit. yeah no now i'm like okay here we go again i don't know but, yeah. why they're dragging it out we'll see the trip next week we'll be talking about it but we had a really good trip on another show this week oh shaz. that was shaz of shaz Sunset. was great it's continuing to be great so i thought reza was completely right that like Mike basically switches off. He's a great boyfriend or whatever to Paulina until his tank is low. And then he needs some, that instant gratification. So he texts all these random women to get like pics and whatever. And like messages. Yeah. And it's sad because Paulina's put so much into this relationship and Paulina can give him so much more, but just because he's not getting attention every second of every day of every hour, he feels like he has to reach all these outward places like digitally. Well, I agree. And I think what Reza and, Gigi said both were fair. Like Reza doesn't want to be involved and doesn't want this to keep going because now they're getting involved because Paulina doesn't know what, where to turn to or what to do about it because it's happening all the time. Yeah. And Gigi again is trying to give Mike an out saying, if this is what you need, be honest about it. And if Paulina's not down with it, then that's okay. Then just don't be together because Paulina doesn't deserve something that she doesn't want. Yeah. But if, or go to therapy and get your shit together. And then for him to attack her and it's like, well, I didn't think you'd be a good mother, but I was wrong. It's yeah. Like, it was wild. Yeah. You again, not we the do same not like thing. Mike. No, I'm, I'm I really never like Mike. Mike, even though it's his birthday this week and they, whatever. I thought the polo party was fun, yeah, but like kind of weird. The Shaw's in the wild little bit was kind of funny, but Oh, with the, with uh, Paulina, the deer and Reza, yeah, the alligator. And, but, and again, is Reza, has Reza been known to be a shit stir? Absolutely. But I, I think he was legitimately trying to tell Paulina, like, we love you and we love you and Mike together. And we love what you've done for Mike, but we don't want you to suffer. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to figure this out because yeah. this is clearly not working. He wasn't trying to attack no, her. No, I think or he was genuinely just pounce. trying to be, you know, I think Mike is just very nervous about what's going to come out, but it doesn't even matter because at the end of the episode, he confesses. Why did he just say, you know what guys, Paulina is on her way. Can we just table this conversation until she gets here? Because I have stuff I want to say and there's stuff I want to be honest about, but I want to do it with Paulina standing next to me. That's all he had to say. Yeah. He just kept lying. He just kept lying and making himself and everyone else look like idiots until Paulina got there. It's so weird. And is it, is so, and then for next week, is he just going to be like, Reza has been trying to get Paulina and I to break up for forever? Or what's well, the deal? Well, it looks like Gigi's the snake. Oh, I thought Reza was. Based it, on, then this is purely based on the preview for next week. I'm so guessing. I think, I think maybe, well, because he's like, Gigi, I'm going to pull you into this, remember? So maybe, maybe Gigi's oh. not the snake. Maybe it is Reza. But I think they're... I, I think he's going to, I think there is like a situation that's going to happen where he's going to try to call out the other people for trying to ruin his relationship where it's like, well, at the end of the day, let's be real. The only person ruining this relationship is you. I also didn't like Gigi calling out Mercedes on being a victim in the situation. I mean, I get where she's coming from at the same time. Maris is trying to apologize for the way she acted previously in the year. And Gigi's not accepting it. No, Gigi can't come in so hot. Like I get where Gigi, I get. No, I do. Yeah. Cause she did cause drama for Reza. She caused drama for everyone. Take a breath and let Maris like just say her piece. Yeah. You're not even letting her get like two words out without you being like, well, you're not taking accountability. It's like, well, if you you give her five minutes, she just might to like give her a moment. And then I, if I were MJ too, I'd be like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm trying to talk to you and you're, you're already, you're a wall already. 
and we haven't even gotten a couple words in. It's it's very the food looked great though. I well the food always looks great. I also had to laugh at Sunny. No, okay. not Sunny. We had Sunny and Shervin come back this episode, which is always good to bring in old cast members. And I like Gigi and Sunny's convo. I thought that was a what's good London. Love is that London. her name? Oh her London's God. porn story or what? whatever. When she was like, and the waiter comes and she's wearing that red dress and I graze her thigh. Yeah. It was insane. I, and she's a great addition. She's, she's already making her mark. I'm, I'm really, I'm a huge fan. She's hilarious. All right. We're flying through today. I feel like we, uh, we, we and I'm so sorry for fighting with you so much. During... No. Oh my God. It's so funny. I'm sitting here. I'm literally sitting here going, Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I fought with you too. Like, I hope that everyone knows. That, like... <laughs> We're like literally like sitting here. Like I, I just need to say, I'm I sorry. Know, I love you. And I'm I sorry. Love you and I'm sorry. Uh, but again, I, I think we both made valid points. And I think it's all true and we'll only know. We don't more. need to bring it up again. No, I know, but we'll only know more when with we more, get receipts with and, more information and our, and our opinions will continue to evolve. And I, just think you're great <laughs> <laughs> let's move to roni roni talk about they tried to be real housewives of atlanta but it just doesn't hit the mark no kurt snobolo i'm sorry to say <laughs> i totally even though you know leah's going through a lot right now and so she's a little more reactive and and maybe maybe her delivery is not great maybe however I think Malia represents a lot of how many of us feel having watched the show for 13 years now. Yeah. When it comes to Ramona, Ramona, without using profanity maybe, or without using bad words, the C word, the P word, the D word, the WP without, without using any of those words that are so scandalous and salacious. Ramona has managed to denigrate and disrespect and, really just humiliate people year after year after year. She said racist stuff, homophobic stuff, sexist stuff. And just because it's not wrapped in all these ugly, vulgar words doesn't mean it's not disgusting. So where Leah's coming from is how can you be so, oh, pinky in the air, like, oh dear, you know, wipe my mouth with my napkin and, you know, run away. Elegance in class. What happens to elegance in class? I mean, I love that ascent of the stairs. But it's like, how can you be so, like, reviled by words like that, but you say and do way worse without using any of those words on a daily no, basis? No, and, and that's the thing. It's not like we don't know that Ramona and Lorian have stepped out of so many cast events and situations just to go get it on. Which again, as long, you know, as long as you're not like disrespecting your partner or whatever, like do you and do whatever you want. Go for it. Now all of a sudden, now that they're like evolved all of a sudden, quote unquote evolved. I don't even think that's the right word, but now, now that's all that's bad. Really Luann, the pirate, really Luann, Tom, really Ramona, Harry Dubin, Every other Joe Schmo that you were trying to like hook up with after Mario, it's like that all of that's just water under the bridge now. But because Leah's, you know, just trying to be open and honest about sex and sexuality, you're all freaked out. I uh I I, I thought that was bullshit. I thought that was I thought it was stupid. And I thought it was stupid of Ramona to get mad at Ebony too when Ebony just made the one mistake. She's like, I thought you said you could take a big dick. And she was like, I'm done. I'm done with you. I can't believe it. It's like really and you know, I thought that the the food and nude party was fun up until you know the end. I uh, I, <laughs> I thought it was like Sonia. See, Sonia doesn't need to drink, and Sonia like Sonia doesn't yeah. need anything. 
and she's hilarious and she's honest and she's right about a lot of things. Yes. Like Sonia, you don't need to drink. You, you, you come ready. You're cooked. Well, she's an artist. I'm not going to be with an artist. Oh my God. I was like, what, Wait, when what? A, uh, Sonia's an artist. What is she, what is she an artist of? What is her art? Just, she <laughs> is herself art. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I had to laugh at Luann trying to set up Sonia with Alfredo, the music man. And him playing off in the corner and Ramona being like, Talia, like, do you think that's his own music or is he playing oh covers for famous God. people? And she's like, just loving the music so much and like dancing with herself. I, I'm sorry. I can never take someone seriously when like they just start dancing with themselves to music at like a party and they think like people are going to like watch them. I think it's insane. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like what? Please Leah's stop face right was now. like, what the fuck is happening right then, now? Then it worked for Ramona because evidently the person came up to her. Alfredo came up to her and she was like, your music is just so sensual. It just, you know, gets me like, and it's like, okay, girl, literally talking about what Leah was saying 20 minutes ago in the episode, you just want the D. Yeah. I, I just, it, it really was very frustrating. And then the, at the end of the episode was also very frustrating. I thought Ebony, was making very valid points. Also completely backed up by Sonya. Yes, I was going to say, obviously she was very clear and and un- was understandable by any of those women in the room. If Leah was there, she would have defended her, but I think she was already on her way out because, and I got to say, I feel so bad for her and her grandma situation. I got teary-eyed. Same, I was like, same. girl, go home. Don't stay It was here. a nice moment between Ramona and Leah, briefly. Briefly. But Sonia was like, I don't think she's loud at all i don't think she's angry at all i just think she knows words and knows what she's saying and is able to clearly state what's happening with her in the situation yeah and i thought ebony was right it's like leah just lost her fucking mind yeah and no one said anything about her anger and yet i'm just trying to be heard because you are all yelling just as much as i am and all of a sudden i'm full of anger and i need to calm down it's like there's a double standard here it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I think she was totally valid on calling out Ramona and Luann on their white fragility because I think that's what it comes down to. I think they are f- very nervous to be around Ebony and they do, they they called her an angry black woman. Uh, ba- without saying without it, saying they, it, they absolutely it. did. And Ebony was trying just to be clear being worldly and 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 Luan, having, having lived Luan. is different than a literal education technical education and like sonia said it's about a resume yes and ebony's resume is just stacked stacked and that's just how it is there's no reason to get upset about it it should be something that's celebrated Clearly that's an insecurity and of luann yes and to but and and like ebony said to equate an education with uh how sexually open you are is there's, there's no connection there. Yeah, or religion, which or is also religion. what she brought about, And too. being religious is not the same as being educated. And Luann's the one that I... God bless the editors for just rewinding the clock and just pointing out exactly what Luann said. It's about education. No, there's no... That's not that's not the same thing. Oh, no. And I'm I'm glad they're, they're doing this because I think as this moves forward and as we get through the season, I think this was going to be, this is going to be a source of contention between Luann and Ebony moving forward. And I think it's going to be brought up again at the reunion. And I'm glad we're seeing the clips now. And I really hope Luann watches and she comes correct. Yeah. 
to the reunion because I am ready for Ebony to destroy these two women. Yeah. And again, Ebony is, I, I, I love her because every episode she has not been coming to attack. She's not no. been coming to be right. She's just, Hey, this is a different perspective. This is a different point of view that you may not be aware of. And this is like another way to look at it. And I'm, you know, maybe we can all, you know, seek to understand Leah this way, this way, and this way. Yeah. And yeah, God, it's, it, it was of, very a frustrating. Lot of fragile women between New York and, and Beverly Hills. A lot of fragility going on. Everyone's fragility is showing. Should we, should we move to Beverly Hills? Are you done with Roni? Yeah. Roni was great. Every moment is a laugh riot. And except for that fight though, except for like, that fight. But I, I, I'm, I think Ebony is a fucking badass, and I was. No, so, I love her. I was. I loved how she held her own and was like, "I'm gonna leave." I'm. I think she's bullshit. The best addition to the cast that they've had in a while. I, I agree. Think she is totally standing on her own. She's totally coming for the ladies that need to be come for. She's not letting things slide under the rug, but not doing it in a mean way. No, she's like, just let's, trying let's to use think her about words. Bethany. Let's think about Dorinda when they pop off. Like they are not making sense, and they're going wild and crazy. Oh. Well, Ebony was so calm and collected and was being so clear and competent in like her argument. Yeah, absolutely. Like if we want to talk about any other uh, quote unquote angry, like women episode in the past is a thousand times. Like I, to, Ramona to, Singer literally earlier in the episode. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a, to, to, to compare any of those to Ebony, just trying to have her voice heard is bullshit. Bullshit. Insane. Okay, let's let's get to BH. It was, I thought that it was great for Crystal to, and uh, Sutton to have, well, at the beginning of the episode. I thought it was great that Sutton and Crystal kind of went off and had another conversation before the day began, just to kind of clear the air. I thought Crystal showed a lot of restraint and a lot of compassion and really tried to hear her out even later in the car when they were talking about their parents and their histories, like it, it give crystal credit that she is, is trying to put that first, like, you know, rift to bed and try to get to know Sutton. Yeah. Like she, at the beginning of the episode, it genuinely feels like crystal's trying to like let bygones be bygones. Yeah. She, she I mean, she, cause she is, but the whole episode is, is basically how fragile and how insecure Sutton is as a person in every single sense. And the thing is, this is episode two. I only see it getting worse. I only see her falling deeper and deeper into this spiral because of what's happening thus far in this, in the season. I mean, it's we're two episodes in she's basically gotten into a fight with crystal in which she is wrong. And she's not choosing to learn and understand. Whereas we were saying Kyle when she had her conversation with Garcelle, she was like, thank you so much. I never knew this. Thank you for teaching me. I'm going to be doing better moving it was a forward. Blip. It was a blip because yes. Kyle, you know, was honest and said, oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't even know that that was something that was I'm on your mind. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm glad you told me. Now I know. And it, that, that type of acknowledgement and then you move on. That's it. Whereas we had Sutton who was like, well, no, like you know, I don't see color and that's how I was taught. And like, I'm, I'm with all these people, like I'm diverse. I was called racist in an elevator in New York. Like that really hurt me. Like, no girl. And then her out of nowhere, trying to defend herself with Dorit at the dinner later being like, well, I also lived with a bunch of like diverse people. And they're like, no one asked, bitch. She's just, no one asked again. It's, she's just really insecure and very fragile right now. And I think 
it all it takes is just again I think Kyle was a great example of like oh okay didn't see it that way so glad you told me that makes sense I'm glad that we had that talk and we move forward it's it's digging your heels in I just think all it takes is every single person just to take a step back and go interesting didn't think of it that way before glad I have that new perspective we move on Digging your heels in on old like worldviews or old perspectives or, you know, I just I think we all need to get out of that habit. No, 100 percent. Shake that off because the only time only moves forward. Yes. We only are headed forward. That's it. There's yes. no I think people like to get comfortable and people like want to hold on to that comfortability. It's like, no, being alive and being a part of life is always going to be uncomfortable. Uncomfortability yeah. has to become a positive good thing. Yes. I mean, we'll talk about more about Sutton at the end, but I'm I'm obviously Team Crystal. I gotta say, well, because Crystal's also just like not like she's just like letting it unfold. She's just like I'm not gonna do much. I'm just gonna you know I'll defend myself and I'll stick up for what's right, but like I'm gonna let this girl unravel because it's clear like I don't have to do. Much. She's a fucking house of cards. You just touch one and she just crumbles to the ground. Clearly, as we saw. All right, I gotta say, MVP of BH. Has got to go to Kathy Hilton. Hilton. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. First of all, from her going into Sutton's room <laughs> with her fan and blankets or pillows for no reason. And she's like, no, no, I got my fan. Then going into Kyle's room and she's like, I'll only be in your bed for 10 minutes, I swear. Opening up a bag of loud bag of chips and eating chips in the bed. Cracking open a Red Bull. Didn't, I thought this was just a soft drink. Like, no idea what she's drinking. The papers... I and then just refusing to go the next morning because she's sleeping. fucking her eyes up by putting eardrops in them. It's everything she every time she's on the string, everything she does is truly she's iconic. She's a treasure, a I, delight and a treasure. She pranked me when I when she drank that martini at dinner. I was like, damn, this girl. They all did. Can I was pounded. All of the women. I was so. Like, this is the shit that is so fun to watch. It was so fun them all having a good time. I thought it was a little ridiculous that the tables were so far apart. It's like they're a whole, they're a party of 10. Just Yeah, put- but I think maybe the the restaurant rules because at this time you have to think about that this time in COVID, it was they it was October. Right, but they're again they're all coming together so they all you have to assume that they oh, well whatever. But maybe the state I mean the state guidelines. It was just so funny that they were all like, "Wait, what'd you say? I can't hear you." What? Like they all none of them could hear each other. But no, I thought the prank was so funny. Also, did you hear Erica saying that Tom Girardi was bringing home Morton's every night for three months? Yeah, it's like no, now knowing what we know now, it's like where that money, where that money, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a hundred dollars. That's a like two hundred dollars a night, easily, easily, easily. Because if you have to think, yeah, they what each is he got getting? a cocktail. They each got steak. They each got sides. They each got. <laughs> The, the steak add-ons Ooh, to make gosh, it better. I'm so hungry now. Yeah, now my mouth is watering. Me too. We should get, definitely Ooh. get food after this. <laughs> yes. So that I mean, it just I'm I love catching these little gems with Erica because again, now knowing what we know. Also, her driving in the in the car and saying like that's where like the, the inmates all live. That's where all the fugitives yes. hide out. It's like, have you been doing research? <laughs> She's like, that's where I will be living next season. Real Housewives. I'm of Team Gardner, Erica, bro. I swear. But it just it's these gems are. I don't are, know. You know me. I'm I'm on Garcelle's side. Does I don't seem trust her. Too cool, calm, and collected. Knowing what, again, I keep saying this, but knowing what we know is coming, she does seem too calm for someone who, if she were quote unquote guilty, or if she knew something was up, she just she seems too normal. To yeah. Me. I, it, it reaffirms my belief that she's about to get blindsided. 
That's just me, though. That's just hopeful. I Before I we move into the end and talk about Sutton's last little blip, I really enjoyed the moment about Garcelle talking about Paris and both Kathy and Kyle kind of corrected her and being like, well, you know, you don't know a woman until you walk in her shoes. Cause I think that's a conversation that we need to have. I think, and I'm glad we're having it about Paris Hilton on a bunch of different platforms because we watched the documentary about Paris. Uh huh. I've, I, that completely, I mean, I've always loved Paris Hilton. I've adored her. I was a fan of the simple life. I was a fan of just Paris in general. I was one of those kids who was like, I think she's the coolest person in the entire world because she was just cool for being cool. And see, I, and see, I was the exact opposite. I really did not like her or what she represented. And the documentary really shifted my perspective on her and what she's been through and what she's had to deal with her whole life. I, I feel, I think, I think I've always said this and I kind of always knew that it was a character because I, I remember like telling my parents, Oh no, like Paris Hilton's a character. Like, Kim Kardashian's a character. Kesha's a character. Like you have to understand these people are making characters of themselves for the celebrity and for, you know, their personality, Mm -hmm. which was kind of a path. I felt like I was maybe going down for a little bit and I'm glad I moved away from that because I'd rather be real and and authentic than a character, character of myself. But I think it's important that people are realizing now that what you see on the TV screen or what you see in the movie or what you see in the press isn't who the person is. And I think that's a conversation that we need to carry over about a lot of things, including the housewives that, you know, we see Erica Jane with all this power and passion and play. Mm -hmm. And you know what? At the end of the day, she might be going to jail for fraud, but then you see someone like Paris Hilton who seems like she has her life together and is like fancy free heiress. But at the end of the day, she was in a very dark place because there was a lot of emotional and mental and physical abuse that she went through. And trauma, yeah. And trauma that she's been working with her whole life. And a lot of the things like being on her phone in the middle of the club is like a defense mechanism so that she doesn't have to deal with that trauma on a consistent basis. Right. I mean, if you have to think about it, I can't even remember how old she was, but the first major thing was her sex tape was released without without her consent when she was like a teenager. Right. How traumatic would that be? One of the, one of your first like sexual experiences on tape for the world to see and you being branded as this. No, whore. absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry. I'm just a pair of stands. So I'm like, uh, clearly very, I'm very, I was <laughs> no, really happy I, that they had. This I agree. And I think, it, I think, it, I think that whole message of like perspective and, and changing your point of view and just adjusting your lens is, I think if that's the theme of this season, I'm, I'm all about it. Speaking of which, though, uh, well, no, din- I, I buy Sutton, Sutton's face value. Let's be real. She I mean, she ain't a character of herself. I'm glad that Dorit said and her and Erica, I'm glad they were trying to knock down the idea that, oh, I'm Southern. So people automatically assume I'm racist. I yeah. don't think I mean, that might be a thing, but I've never assumed that. And I don't know anyone who has. I think people only assume you are if you uh, say or do certain things. I'm glad that Dorit and Erica pushed back on Sutton saying, oh, I walk through life insecure because people assume that I'm racist because I'm Southern by being like, well, Erica's from the South and I don't assume that she is Southern and racist. Is it because you feel like you, I'm just glad they were trying to like kind of push it a little bit. Yeah. Because, for Sutton to walk around so fragile because of that is a little ridiculous. No, I think, I think she just has that kind of fragility. That's kind of, I think kind of common now where, 
white people are just afraid that if they say the wrong thing, like they're going to be branded something. And they no, need to understand that. No, saying that, that though, is fine. Saying no. that and be like, hey, like I come from a heritage that does have some deeply racist and homophobic and misogynistic roots. I'm not like that though. So I just don't want to make sure that I don't say or do the wrong thing. But we also have to understand that everyone has, has ingrained stereotypes and preconceived notions that there are things that are thought and said that are not okay always. And that we're all learning. We, we can't fight back. And if someone says like, you're racist, I can't be like, well, I'm not racist. I have to say, okay, what, this is a teaching moment for me. What about me or what about that I've done? is racist or is, is giving you that impression. It's, Cause I don't her saying racism is worse disease than COVID. I think is disgusting Yeah, that's, because that's that those two things aren't even equatable. Like I think it's the, I think the fear of being called a racist is so fragile in itself that it's like, get over yourself. Yes. Like, you know, everyone has had, you know, a moment where they are not on the right side of history and there's a teachable moment for everyone because no one's perfect. But so that's, yeah. take it to learn instead of fighting and being so scared in yourself. Exactly. And like, you'll, again, yes, it's uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good, but it's better than holding on to this, you know, just this conviction of no, I'm perfect. And I've never done anything wrong yes. in my life. It's like, no, we're, we're all learning and we've all fucked up. And the more that we all acknowledge that, the better we're off. We're going to be. Yeah. So for Dorit and Erica to kind of just like, just knock on that door was I think great, but to let that spill over into this insecurity about not being a part of a fucking prank or joke. Like, well, no, son's clearly going through. Something. No, I think she was afraid that people were talking about the conversation that her and crystal had at the table. I think that's what she thought the text messages were about. I get it. I think it was deeper than just not being involved in the prank and not being included. Okay. I see what you're saying. I think they were, she was thinking that they were talking about her as well and they were coverting it with the prank. And so then when people started coming out about it again and saying like, Oh no, it was about the prank. She felt even more worried because I, I don't know. You've been in those situations where you're like, Oh, you guys were talking about me. And they're like, no, no, I wasn't. We were talking about this. Blah, but blah, again, like, like when all the women, including Garcelle, who's your friend and Kyle, who's your friend, they're telling you, like, I love when she was like, I'm a lady. And Kyle grabbed her was like, well, then fucking act like it. Yes. Like, relax. Like you're taking something to the next level that doesn't need to be taken to the next level. And it gives Crystal the perfect opportunity to be like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. You need to relax. And they all sat down and kind of hashed it out and like dissected it to where there were two different jokes going on at the same time. Yeah. Really trying to show and expose that, like, no, no one was, in, no one was trying to exclude you. Kyle and Garcelle weren't even a part of it either. It, like, relax. Yeah. I think she's just a, a little girl inside. No, she is. <laughs> and she's clearly going to make a wrong move by bringing the coat to Crystal's room because it looks like Crystal's in Leave her room alone. Leave the bitch alone, Sutton. It's, it's the middle of the night. She's in the house with you all. She's going to see the coat the next morning. You don't need to bring it to her at two o'clock in the freaking morning. No, relax. Relax. It's, I'm sure it's going to cause so much more drama and so many more issues, but I'm not team Sutton. I really don't like Sutton. No, I'm team Crystal. I don't, I've never liked Sutton. I don't like her more. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm good. I'm good without her. I'm ready for Rinna Beauty too. I'm excited to see that. Me too. I'm proud of her. I, I'm, I like Rinna. I do think, yeah, Rinna and the lips, like that. that what sh- a beautiful it, beam. It's something that should have been done a long time ago, but it it is a little fishy just because like your daughter's dating like a, a, a Kardashian slash Jenner now. I know Scott's a Scott Disick, but like he's, he's basically our He's adjacent. No, he's adjacent. It's like, you're now like a degree away from being a Kardashian. He's the father of three Kardashians. Yeah. It's like now you're doing babies. lips and beauty now. I mean, I don't know. I was just a little bit like, really? But it, I love Rena. I'm glad that she's doing it. 
yeah, I, I thought that her and Garcelle looking at the architecture, trying not to be awkward. Was yeah, this funny. is so beautiful. Like, clearly you guys cannot be But yeah, this season's yet. already bringing it. I love that it should be continued. It's the 45 minutes later. It's all good. I think it's... And next week, we start to get into the Erica Girardi drama of it all. Ugh. I can't believe she didn't tell any of them about the divorce. And it just appeared in the news. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be so good. I think we mentioned it all. We tried to keep it short and sweet this week. But a lo- there was a lot to unpack. Yeah. Whew. I forgive you. <laughs> I forgive you too. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you aren't already, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to right now, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And make sure to rate, review us as well because that really helps out. So five stars. Give us a heart. Let the people know you love us because we love you so much. And if you're on social media, make sure you follow us by searching at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye, guys.